0: 720 WGN. We learned uh, from Jodi R.R. Smith. She's an etiquette expert and president of Mannersmith Etiquette Consulting. We learned last week from her that when the invitation says no gifts, you if I take this away from what we... You should still bring something. And you had a list of ideas that were pretty good, Jodi. So if the invitation says no gifts, you should still bring something...
1: You don't want to go empty-handed, so uh, a picture that your kid drew, maybe a card with some stickers, uh, maybe a gift certificate for the ice cream shop down the road for, you know, 5 or $10, a matchbox, a little matchbox card, just something so that you're not arriving empty-handed.
0: And what about when you get an invitation for a kid's birthday party and it says they're registered at... And they give a link to Amazon or a kid store. Is that appropriate? Uh,
1: so registries are like vampires. Vampires are not supposed to cross your threshold unless they've been invited in. And registries act the same way. So I would send out the invitation to my kid's birthday party. And you would call up and say, oh, my kid is so excited to go. Is there anything your kid wants? And then I would say, I'll text you the, the registry. And keep in mind that a registry is not an order. It gives you an idea. So if there's something on the registry you want to buy, whether it's a birthday party or a wedding, you can buy from the registry. Or if there's nothing in your price range or nothing that you like, you use that as a way to sort of gauge the interest or the color palette or the you know what the kid generally wants. And then you find something that you're comfortable buying within your budget and uh, your interest.
0: Let's talk about that budget issue because wedding season is coming up. Graduation season is coming up. And people have – everybody's got a different opinion on how much you spend. And there used to be this old thought in Chicago of some – earlier generations I would go I'll go to the dinner I'll see how much the dinner costs and I'll leave the envelope open and then I'll put in the appropriate amount of cash and then there was a thought process of you pay at least enough in the form of a gift to cover your dinner but as we know if you have a big fancy downtown Chicago wedding it could be two three hundred four five hundred dollars per person are you then supposed to give a thousand dollar gift for the two of you to attend?
1: Yes, I'm so glad that you mentioned. So, first of all, etiquette does evolve. Um, But it was never the intent that an invitation is an invoice. You are not supposed to cover the cost of your plate or meal. And the idea here is, imagine I'm getting married and I have two cousins. One of my cousins is a stockbroker investment banker making tons and tons of money. And then my other cousin works as an inner city uh, public school teacher. They do not have to give the same type of gift. You give a gift based on your personal budget, not based on the budget of the bride um, or the groom or the wedding couple or anybody else. You give based on what you're able to give. So for a wedding, what I like to recommend, because I belong to the, the more modern school of manners, is think about if you were going out with a friend for a nice dinner on a Saturday night. If you would spend about $50 on that, multiply it by four, and you would give a wedding gift of about um, $200. However, you go out and you paint the town red on a regular basis because your budget allows you to do that, and you usually spend about $200 on a Saturday night. God bless you. Then when you go to this wedding, you might be giving something in the $800 range your gift is reflective of your budget nobody else's
0: okay that is good to know And kevin i hope you're listening someone on the show is getting married and this always becomes a big issue and and i would imagine it's tough when people go to register for gifts because i know when we talked to kevin you know it's kind of like you don't want to register for something that's too outrageously expensive but mary and i said many people go in on a gift and that's appropriate right Exactly.
1: I encourage uh, wedding couples, whether they're uh, whatever their price point is, that they consider all of their guests price points. So find things that are that even great aunt Tilly, who's on a fixed income, something that she can afford and your friends who are doing very well, who might then pool their money and give you something extravagant that they would be able to do as well. So there's no, uh, if, if you're looking at the, the registry, make sure that there's a wide range on there and then your guests can, can use that as a guide
0: for what they're going to do. Jody R.R. R. Smith is an etiquette expert and president of Manor Smith Etiquette Consulting. What about when you're invited to a destination wedding and you're already, you know, paying for the flight, paying for a hotel, paying for attire to wear to the wedding? Are you then expected to give a gift that is significant? Oh,
1: you're asking all my favorite questions. I'm so happy that you asked that. <laughs> so in that situation your budget for the wedding should be taken into account. So if I'm living in Chicago and you're getting married at the Copley Fairmont in downtown Chicago, and I'm going to be able to get back to my apartment Um, that night, I'm not staying over, then I have a little bit more in my budget to be able to give. If, however, you're getting married somewhere in Aruba and I have to pay for a plane ticket and a hotel as well as my wedding attire, then your gift is going to be a little bit less. All of that goes into consideration as the guest figures out the budget for the
0: wedding. Somebody just sent a text and they said, weddings are not fundraisers.
1: <laughs> exactly. I, I love saying invitations are, are not invoices. I mean, obviously, we want to be able to, to show. The, our love and our esteem for the couple, and we want to wish them well. But they should be watching their budget, and guests should be watching their own budget.
0: What is the other question, Jody, that you get asked about when it comes to weddings or gift giving for, let's say, high school graduations versus college versus uh, you know a baptism or a communion?
1: Yes. Yeah, so the the question I get asked a, a lot about that is when to give the gift. So unlike weddings, for weddings, I want you to send the present in advance. I don't want you to have to worry about it getting broken, lost, stolen. Two weeks ahead of the wedding, I'm sending the present to the the couple, and that way I know they're still home, they're not on their honeymoon, um, they're able to take it in. For other things like the, the graduations, usually there's a party that I'm attending. That's when I'm going to bring the gift to the event. Um, It's a different kind of event. Graduation parties tend to be a little bit more low-key compared to a wedding. It's a single guest of honor as opposed to a couple. And I'm going to show up with the present in hand for something like that. And I like to be able to give a gift for the the graduate, whether it's a high school graduate or a college graduate, something that they're going to use, Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily something that they have to dust so one of my favorite things to give to someone who's graduated from high school and going off, whether they're going to live somewhere in the city or whether they're going off to college, is to find out a fun place for them to eat, whether it's the, the local um, oh, yeah. di- diner place or the say, their favorite bagel place, something that's very local.
0: Yeah, that is perfect. Jody. I hope that you will come back again, because as we get into that season, we're going to have so many more questions. But do you have a website where people can go right now and, and look up information like this?
1: Absolutely. I was going to actually mention that. Mannersmith.com, right after I was on your show on Friday, I got a whole bunch of fabulous questions from your listeners. So your listeners are amazing. You can feel free to go to minorsmith.com. They can look up information or they can ask me a question
0: directly. Fantastic. And we hope that you'll come back because we love our conversations with you. Hey, Tom Skilling joins us next. We're talking weather and a bunch more after Steve's news on 720
1: WGN. Lisa Dent. WGN.